Hello and welcome to Pokey Sports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with one Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin. I had to, you know, shovel snow instead of being in San Diego. You had to shovel snow this weekend? A little bit. Not too much. This is time. such a weird backwards time we live in. I haven't had snow for a month. Wow. Yeah. Well, you, but I haven't had snow all year, though. Like, I, I say a you month. Had it's been like bad 12 days. snow for a yeah. couple of, uh, you know, a couple days there. Yeah, it it was pretty bad. We went out and had to shovel. Uh oh, I didn't I didn't mention we got we got my kid a uh not a toboggan, but like a, a sled. It's like a sl- it, man, what's the, what's the thing? It's a snowmobile kind of thing, except it, it's not like it doesn't actually operate like a snowmobile, but it's just a uh thing you sit down on and it has like skis attached to it. Do I have to call Child Protective Services? No, 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 no. It's totally age appropriate. It's It's totally totally age appropriate. It's kind of a gas powered snowmobile. She'll be fine. Just imagine a snowmobile without the engine, without any of that stuff. It's a rite of passage in Canada to just get a snowmobile at five. (laughs) We went to every hill that we could possibly go to in, in the span of like three days. And we went down every single like major hill. She was. She's I think my kid's an adrenaline junkie. I'm not going to lie. It takes after her mother or her father. Uh, that's me. You like that's adrenaline? Me. Are you a roller coaster? You are a roller coaster guy. We went to I am a roller flags. coaster guy. Yeah. And you were one of the people that didn't tap out or did you tap out? I did tap out, but, oh, but you're also an was, old man. I'm an old man. It's, it's because <laughs> it was so hot that day. I did not oh, want to yeah, go yeah. walk around that day. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Respect. Yeah. But I mean, next time I'm in Jersey, yeah, sure. Take me to the Jersey Six Flags. I so. mean, uh, it if it makes you feel better, the one that you skipped out on hospitalized like ten people, oh, like no. a month later. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> so uh, we're having some trouble in Jersey with our roller coasters. The big well, wooden one is very violent. Yeah, uh, Canada's Wonderland is having the same kind of issue. I uh, went to Marineland when I was in Canada. You did? Yes. No, nobody loves Marineland, but it was there. Yeah. <laughs> there's a big uh there's a big jingle for marine land that every canadian who was born in the 90s knows and anybody who's listening to this in canada or has lived in canada at some point uh will probably be singing along with with that and i'll, I'll start it off for people and i won't finish it because that would take too long grace but it years. starts with there's a place i know in ontario oh and no there, there will be people <laughs> who know exactly what i'm talking about there's a place I know in Ontario <laughs> where the sea lions kiss or the story goes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I do know every word to it. And it's not weird because everybody does. That's like 1-800-588-2300-EMPIRE. Today. <laughs> I get, yeah, like I get that that channel. Yeah, those channels. Um, Last week, we uh, had a podcast where I asked which Pokemon reigns statistically supreme. It was the first podcast in a long time where we talked about usage stats, where we are very excited to go over what the, what the first half of, of series one looks like that series one season one. We're now into series one season two and things immediately look a lot different. And we're going to go into that today with the San Diego regionals. Uh, but first in that episode, I asked, were you surprised at the Pokemon listed? Were there any you thought you'd see? Because we went over a lot of Pokemon, a ton of Pokemon. I can tell you, and I was surprised to see Meowth that high. Is that right? Yeah, but now that I'm looking at the usage stats for San Diego, I'm not surprised anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that thing is really good, huh? Oh. 
Who would have guessed? The Henry Meister 72 says, I thought Ferrigarath and Garganical would both be higher. Hmm. What were they? <laughs> now you got uh, me that's going a very to look. Good question. Yeah. <laughs> I will I, say we did not talk about them. I know that much. Yeah. The pronunciation of Pokemon always fascinates me. Uh, I was listening to the uh, San Diego stream over the weekend, San Diego uh, regional stream. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, those two Pokemon specifically, actually, for Riraf and, and Garganical, one of them I think that I've now been saying wrong, and one I think that everybody else is saying wrong. You're going to tell me it's Garganacle and Ferrigirif. No. Okay. okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I <laughs> did hear them say Garganacle on screen. I really stream. hope it's not Garganacle. I really need it to not be Garganacle. No, because it's Garganical, because gargantuan. Because right? it's gargantuan, because it's, it's really a big, big rock. Yeah. Of salt. And then the other one, Ferrigarath, which we've been saying is Ferrigarath. Uh, it does make more sense. Ferrigarath. <laughs> that people are calling it Ferrigarath. Oh, it's not a refrigerator. Come on, guys. <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're for now on going to call we, it a refrigerator for we sure. We love refrigerators. I love <laughs> refrigerators. I love Ferrigarath. <laughs> but like, that's what we called it when in its pre-Evo. We called it Giraffarig. So why wouldn't we call it Ferrigarath? Oh, I yeah. don't like that, though. I know. I know. I know, uh, but that's probably accurate. Oh, it's Arceus all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Arceus or Arceus? Exactly. Uh, Ferrigiraf sits at uh, 4.54% and Garganical sits at 6.46%. Garganical being the higher one, monthly rank 27. I will tell you what, Garganical... Mm-hmm. is a higher place on the usage stats of series one season one than Paldean Tauros. Uh, yes. And which, we will absolutely get into that today, which surprised me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> why did nobody tell me? <laughs> nobody. I thought we had friends in the VGC community. Not a single soul told me, Hey, Kevin, Paldean Tauros looking kind of nice. The water one specifically. It's looking kind of good. Consider its item. Uh, <laughs> Sylveon Mewtwo says Mioscarada and Sylveon. Uh, yeah, Sylveon sat really high. Was that number three? Number, yeah, three, number three on 1760 plus. Yeah. Wow. That's that's amazing. Mioscarada and Sylveon particular, particularly overgrow Meow because Protean can be used to take away the seven weaknesses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's seven. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah. God, dark, grass dark, I think, is the highest. Wow. Weaknesses in the game. That is or one of the highest. Uh, Sylvie, because it's not particularly used for offense, love to see them. Hashtag trans rights. There you go. Do you know, uh, here's a here's a good rule of thumb for knowing if you have a good type combination. If you're mm-hmm. ever four times weak to bug, your typing is bad. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> what other typing is would be four times weak to bug? Grass psychic. Oh, uh, Celebi. Grass psychic. Um... Grass, uh, Psychic Dark is four times weak to uh, bug. Psychic Dark, yeah. So Malamar. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> He's all upside down and goes down to a first oh, impression. Unbound, yeah. We'll go Oompa down to... Unbound, yeah. Uh, actually, you mentioned something about first impression. Do you want to tell them? First impression? I'll, I'll oh. let you have it. Yeah, I mean, guys, why did no one tell me that Haxorus gets first impression this generation? Yeah. It's one of the two Pokemon, I think, that get first impression in the game. The other one being Lokix. Or, like, maybe the two notable ones. Like, let's... 
Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. We've got Golisopod, Surfetch. Both of those I don't believe are in the game. They're not in the game, though, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phalanx is. Okay. Uh, Slitherwing has first impression. That is true. Oh yeah, okay. I guess we're gonna learn about that one in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and first then, impression is so good. So I Tarantula. Tarantula. Yeah, let's be honest. Ignore <laughs> it. <laughs> Spidops. Yeah, Spidops. Well, <laughs> yeah. the uh, but yeah, I went against a Terra Bug first impression Haxorus. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh no! It did a lot of damage. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. I'm pretty sure it was choice banded because it also switched out afterwards. So I was just like, sure. mm, "Screw you!" <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's painful. It's really scary. It's it the fact that it's just priority, and mm-hmm. Haxorus has base like 140. Haxorus, I think, has more base attack than Baxcalibur. Right. I think it's like 147, something around there. It's very high. Um, but yeah, that 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 ruined me. Brutal Billy says, from the beginning, I knew Annihilate was going to be a contender. I'm starting my first team with Annihilate and BGC and aiming for regionals in, in Milwaukee. Oh, that's on my list. I think I'm going to that one. I, you know, okay. So here's, here's something that I didn't mention before. Uh, I think last podcast, I might have said that I likely wouldn't be competing, but I would be there mm-hmm. uh, at, at Florida, um, which is coming up in February. Uh, I have recently learned that I'm just a silly person and uh, the actual competition isn't until the Saturday. And if that's the case, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can definitely compete to that. <laughs> I'll, I'll fly in on the Friday after work and then I'll g- compete on the Saturday. Yeah, that, that yeah. makes total sense. So now that's completely opened up uh, my eyes for the rest of for the rest of the year where it's like Milwaukee. Yeah, sure. Why not? I can do that for a weekend. You know what I think? Um your brain was going to what you, you still had world's brain because worlds has day one day two and then finals that's exactly three it three day regionals is only two yeah <laughs> and that wasn't the same for internets as well no internets is only two also that's still the weekend i don't know why i was so dead yeah. set on that being anyway that's fine <laughs> that that weekend was forever <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon the fourth says, I thought Belly Bolt might be on the list, and I think you should do a team with a Zoroark opening. I wonder how that would go. Ooh. Just sliding in another suggestion. I, I do respect it, and I think that Zoroark is Zoroark is funny because you see it in team select and you think like, oh, there's gonna be a Zoroark on the team. I, I need to remember this. I never remember it. If there's a Zoroark in team preview, the rule of thumb is it's one of the first two Pokemon it that has they to led be. with. Yeah. Yeah. So just look at what they are bringing. Mm-hmm. If it's a ghost type, it's probably Zoroark. Hit it with the fighting move. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I've learned. If you're a, I don't want to make this sound like, uh, you know, only good players know what Zoroark does. But if you're a good player, you should have the right information to expect which one the Zoroark is. Right. right? Um, but again. If you don't remember like Mike, because he's 80 years old, then that's it. That's not his fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get, you've been getting a lot of uh, positive comments on the YouTube channel lately saying seeing Mike improve this much is really inspiring. Oh, I coached them into that for sure. Oh, okay. It, it, that, that, those comments usually happen after the first game was a big loss. And then I'll be like, if I win this next one, you have to comment, Mike, I can't believe your improvement. You've done so much better. <laughs> Like, never mind i thought they were just being genuine but then i remembered <laughs> wait these are youtube comments <laughs> yeah sometimes they are 
Uh, <laughs> Froment John says, I'm hoping to see Tinkaton make a uh, more noticeable ladder presence. And I think we won't. Uh, no, that's not true. I think we will once the ruinous Pokemon enter. Because I think the only thing that Tinkaton is missing is just 25% defense and attack. I don't know, man. 75 base attack is a crime on this Pokemon. Yeah. But imagine if that was 25% higher, right? You you toss out a Chen Pao or you toss out a, I think it's Wo Chen that reduces the defense or something. Um, and then suddenly your Gigaton hammers do, do a lot more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my only problem with that is that we're, while you become a usable Pokemon, everything else becomes broken. So yeah. it's like, okay, we, 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 we reduce their defenses by 25% to make you usable. Meanwhile, this Garchomp that was already one-shotting you, now extra one-shots you. <laughs> <laughs> Can kill you twice. <laughs> Knocks out both of them. Just uh, just to go back to that Zoroark thing, I was, I was thinking that it's probably statistically wrong to U-turn out your first Pokemon and send out Zoroark. Because what that does is it gives too much information about your fourth Pokemon. Cause I was thinking of other ways you can use Zoroark uh-huh. uh, where you don't have it as a lead because like everyone assumes that your Zoroark is going to be a lead. Uh, but then the other thing that you do is just to, you know, do something and then get out of there. Fun fact. Zoroark's most common teammate is Tinkaton. Ah, we live in a simulation. Okay. The two Pokemon that we just so happen to talk about are apparently best friends. Hmm. Why? <laughs> I don't I don't understand. I don't why. know why either. It just is. Hmm. It could be that there's just like one person playing a playing a Zoroark team on the ladder. It is only 0.09% <laughs> usage. There is probably a, a common uh move set between the two of them that just isn't being shown on the most common list. Yeah, that we just don't understand. Yeah. Uh and then let's go one more here. Jetpack the 67th says, I'm surprised that Tyranitar and Torkoal were so low. They both do a lot of work. Plus, I love watching Tyranitar and Mike's violence team. Yes, violence. Yeah, violence. It's astonishing that Pelipper has higher usage than both. Yeah, so I think Not by much, was, though. Not it, by it, much. It wasn't by much. Yeah. They're all, they're one after the other. What I will say is that starting Series 2, Torkoal's gonna outshine everybody. Because you got all the Protosynthesis mons coming in. You've got all the Protosynthesis mons and you likely, hopefully, maybe will have a few um, uh, solar power mons coming in. Yeah. Whenever Charizard comes in, Torkoal's going to see some play. Mm-hmm. It's going to take over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pelipper has historically done that, though. Like the beginning of the beginning of the meta, Pelipper sees play. And then once any other Pokemon come in, Pelipper's just like, all right, I'll just I'll I'll be back here. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing Pelipper has going for it right now specifically is wide guard. The others yeah. don't get wide guard and wide guard is so crucial in this meta. I would I would argue that wide guard can, should replace protect on some Pokemon and wide mm. guard should also just be on every team because of how strong spread moves are. Yeah, there there are a lot. Well, because of the the most popular Pokemon right now being Goldengo, Garchomp, uh, Garchomp, exactly using using mega spread moves like that. Um, Expanding force. There are even some Pokemon that run wide guard, wide guard and protect. Yeah, but fun fact: Did you know that what there's a wide guard protect thing that you can't do? That's right. Uh, You can't wide guard first and then protect, but you can protect and then wide guard. Yeah, it's. 
And you can spam Strange. wide guards, but you can't spam protects. Because mm-hmm. they have the same accuracy check. Don't, don't know why. I do think that I think that makes sense. I, I like it, honestly. Uh, nobody uses quick guard anymore. Has that move been re- removed from the game is my question. No, it's just um, I think quick guard isn't high enough priority to actually block anything. Oh, I yeah. I think it's plus, what is it, plus three priority? Yeah. So you have to outspeed fake outs in order to block fake outs. Oh, that's true. And we also just have Pokemon that do it for us now. We could also ghost Terra now. So it's like a, we have Covert Cloak now. It could just be that we just have so many ways around fake out that we just don't need a move slot for it anymore. Right. All of those questions are from Spotify. If you have and use Spotify, go and check out Pokey Sports, a competitive Pokemon podcast and answer our question of the day. You might get answered uh, by the two of us on the podcast. Yeah. Let's go into San Diego regionals. All right. Over the weekend, January 7th and 8th, we had San Diego Regionals, the first VGC regional of the Pokemon 2023 circuit. Not the first of the uh, Pokemon 2023 regionals, but the first one to have VGC. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone before this was just TCG and Go, I believe. Mm-hmm. But this one, yes, we had VGC. We have all of the statistics for that. We have the top 32 coming at you. We've got the uh, top eight that we're going to be talking about. Uh and I think let's let's just let's hop into that top eight. Let's look at the bottom of that before we talk about the the winners here. Really quick, just yeah. uh, just to get this out of the way, this was 531 Masters players. Yes, huge number, massive ten, turnout. Ten rounds of Swiss with open team sheets. Yeah. So first time we're seeing open team sheets at a live tournament. Uh, we got to see a little bit of how that works mm-hmm. uh, because our. Our mod and good pal Mocha did go to San Diego. Apparently, when it ha- when it comes to the team sheets, they have the Pokemon. The, they have printed version of the team sheets. Let's just start off by saying that. Thank goodness, so no one has to read handwriting. Right. And they also have like six different languages all on that same team sheet. I'm surprised with how well they were able to, you know, make oh, it so accommodating. That's genius. I yeah. I never even thought about them doing that. It's, that's really smart. So imagine this is a paper. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have paper in front of me. Imagine this <laughs> is a paper. They have one through six here with the open team sheet stuff. And yep. then like just columns down with just the translations in like English, French, German, Korean, Japanese, etc. That's so smart. And I love that very much for them. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they do that. I just don't know if it's like a printed sheet that you now have to walk around with the whole tournament. You just exchange it with your. It probably is just that. I'm overthinking oh, that might it. Be it. Yeah. Or do they give you a new sheet every single round? Probably not. Well, I would assume that you could kind of go either direction with that. You either uh, give them to the player and say, don't lose this. This is your team sheet. That's your ticket into the game. Or uh, they can just drop it on the table every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does keep a lot more players accountable, though, uh, especially for, you know, hack checking. Now that's half of the work that they just don't have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that I mean, thanks for thanks for going over that. Let's go over the top eight here. Um, in eighth, we had Giovanni uh, Chisch. Polar Bear, uh, who brought in <laughs> <Polar> a <Bear. laughs> that's, that's their name on on. 
uh, Twitter, I guess, uh, that brought a Garganical team with a Goldengo, a Mimikyu, a Paldean Tauros. Lots of Paldean Tauros is here. Uh, as we will, as Mike, we'll I'll save you some eight. trouble. Mm-hmm. Giovanni's team is the exact same team as the winning team. They You're brought absolutely the same team. right. They brought the exact same team. <laughs> same team as the winning team. Look at that. We weren't invited to that one either. <laughs> no, no. In seventh was an interesting one. That was James Evans. Uh, James Evans, you may remember the name from uh, NAIC, North American International Championships, uh, from sword and shield who actually won that one mm-hmm. uh, got his ticket into worlds from that uh i don't know actually might have had it before that he's just a very good player uh, <laughs> who, who brought in a snow team that yeah. was a bomb of snow and sea titan that's that's amazing with gothitelle gothitelle two gothitelles appearing in top eight is pretty interesting as well yeah also second tauros we're seeing so far We'll mm-hmm. keep a number on the Toros counter. <laughs> this one's still water. Both of them were water. Uh, in uh, sixth was another Giovanni, Giovanni Costa, uh, who brought in a fire Toros, fire Peltan Toros with Spice. shadow tag. Yeah. Shadow tag, uh, Gothitelle as well. Uh, you know, Skirata, Talonflame, Goldango, and Dragonite. It's fun seeing Dragonite getting so much limelight because we know a couple of people who like Dragonite is just their absolute favorite Pokemon ever. Mm-hmm. It's actually a couple um, in top 32. Yeah. Tons in there. We're going to go over the, the stats for each of these Pokemon later. But uh, in fifth was Emilio Forbes, who we I don't know if we actually met him, but we've seen him. He uh, knocked Mocha events. out at yeah. Caucus. We know that because that was Mocha's way in and Emilio won it. Emilio is such a good player. 10 and 0 in Swiss is not an easy thing to do. Just yeah. like respect anyone that can go undefeated for 10 rounds of a game even harder to do it with a glimora on your team man brought a glimora like <laughs> mm-hmm. a water terra glimora the with... only other person in top 32 to bring a glimora was uh james beck yeah so that's it's amazing yeah water terra glimora choice specs power gym sludge bomb earth power dazzling gleam oh terrifying i mean that sounds like damage right there Mm-hmm. Aaron Brock was above that, uh, who brought in the hard trick room team, I believe. Uh, we've got well, actually, no, that's that's a trick room <laughs> with team a with a splash there. of Dreadnon Pelipper, yeah. Dreadnought Pelipper, uh for for giraffe. For refrigerators. King refrigerators. King Gambit, Hariyama, and Mielskarada. Uh yeah, just a very solid team. Does That's a lot a solid of things. Core, yeah. Everything has some kind of uh, way to deal with Trick Room, and I don't like that. Yeah, Refrigerator, Bisharp, and Hariyama is a very strong core as well. Yaskarada yeah. is there because it's a dumb Pokemon, and then Pelipper and Grass Terra Dreadnought is very strong. I feel like Super Sleeper too. Yeah, this this whole meta, the series one, has, has seemed to gravitate toward people bringing in packages. Uh, you see a lot more cores. You see a lot more, uh, you know, two Pokemon leads uh, that that just kind of come out every time. Like the person in third, Judy Azarelli, uh, who brought in a Pelipper and Palafin, which you see all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, as, as well as a Salamence, uh, Amoongus, Goldengo, and King Gambit. Respect to the Ments. Yeah. The, the Forgotten Dragon. Let's see what this Mence was doing. Steel Terra, Draco Meteor, Hurricane. Oh, it's Hurricane because of 
It's special Pelipper. with Pelipper. Oh, that's smart. Hurricane mm. Tailwind, Protect, the Life Orb, and Intimidate. Smart. Interesting. Judy Azrael is a really good player. You guys might know, remember Judy Azrael from, you know, the runner-up of Worlds 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's way back. Yeah. They've been in the game forever. They, they know how to play this game. You know, they're pretty good go. at it. So that's a pretty decent medical. I think Salamence is super underutilized and a lot of people didn't prepare for it. And that's a very consistent set to have, especially on like an open team sheet tournament. Like there's no secrets. Hmm. I'm a Salamence. I'm going to hit you with a life orb and do damage. Good luck. And to their credit, they ended up going 9-1 in, in, in Swiss. Swiss. Yeah. So only dropping one set, which is pretty And pretty third sweet. in the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, the second and first uh, players both went 8-2 and two in Swiss. Uh, Chup across, uh, coming in with a Palmot, a Goldengo <laughs> Arcanine, the Dondozo combo with the Dondozo Tatsugiri and a Mio Scarada. Speed Dondozo. Speed Dondozo. That's uh, been we've taken been seeing over. a lot of those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the 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 reasoning behind it is a lot of players are realizing that even with the Omni Boost, Dondozo can outspeed a lot of major threats. Right. And does Dondozo really need more attack? Not really. It already has a plus two in attack with a bunch of attack stats. So what this allows you to do is that after one order up, you can now outspeed things like Meowskarada mm. and you can outspeed things like Dragapult. All you need is one order up and you're already in a better speed tier. So now you're just doing a billion damage, not taking any damage in return, and you outspeed your opponents. That's really cool. And then coming in first is G-Suck Lee. Uh, bringing a Garganical, a uh, Goldango, Baxcalibur, Mimikyu, uh, Water Paldean Tauros, and Meowskarada. Uh, so I remember watching this, uh, watching the finals, and everybody was on the edge of their seat being like, is Don Dozo Tatsugiri going to take home the first regionals? We can't let this happen. Uh, Chubacross is almost coming across as the villain here. Jisakui <laughs> coming in as the hero, bringing not Don Dozo Tatsugiri. Bring anything but. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And the the two Pokemon that, that replaced that, at least in the list that I'm looking at, being Paul Dantoros and Mimikyu, I feel do quite a bit of things, but... One of the interesting uh, situations has got to be what you were telling me earlier about Paldean Tauros uh, and yeah. why it's just so good. Tell me a little bit about that. So Paldean Tauros, on top of just being like a completely out of the blue for me, at least when it came to like usage, um, top 32 saw so many Paldean Tauros. This tournament in general saw so many Paldean Tauros also runs a new item. So this is the first time we're seeing this competitive item being used. They run Mirror Herb most of the time. Mm -hmm. And especially in this tournament. Now, there, there are some variations that run like safety goggles or that run like citrus berry, etc. But the Mirror Herb one is interesting because what happens is that that's a, just a hard counter to every Defiant Mon. Because the way the meta is right now is that Intimidate is not that strong. Right. right. We have Pokemon like Arcanine. We have Pokemon like Gyarados. We have Pokemon like Salamence, just like heavy Intimidate Mons. We're not using them because just we have so many Defiant Mons. We have things like Annihilate, but things like King Gambit that are running amok. We don't want to give them boosts, but what Mirror allows you to do is give them that boost and then take it away. Yeah. And give it to yourself. Not even so much take it away, but even just give yourself more. Give give yourself a better one. Yeah. And yeah. then because you're a Paldean Tauros, you outspeed and knock them out. Imagine how good Intimidate would be if just its stats were 
reduce the opponent's uh, attack by one and increase your attack by two. Yeah, that that's that's incredible. And yeah. the thing is, like, it's just such a no brainer. It means because the thing with intimidates, right? Yep. Intimidate against competitive or against defiant. You always had to be like, okay, well, I can't lead with it. Now you just turn off your brain and go like, okay, <laughs> go ahead. I dare you to bring your defiant mon. Totally can. Don't care. Yep. And the other thing that Tauros offers is a raging bull, which breaks mm-hmm. through screens. Oh, yeah, it breaks I through screens. I did not know that. Yeah, it breaks through screens, and it's a fire type move for the fire Tauros. It's a fighting type move for the regular Tauros, and it's a water type move for the water Tauros. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so, so smart. Tauros is shields, yeah. Tauros is literally the best intimidator, I think, in the, mm-hmm. in the current meta. And I was saying this for a while that like, why are people using Arcanine when just like Fire Tauros is better? Right. But not only that, but I guess Water Tauros with a Fire Terra is apparently better. You get the best of all worlds, you know. <laughs> you do whatever you want at that. Get point. all of it. You get an Arcanine. <laughs> it's just a by and large way better Arcanine. Yeah. Yeah, Tauros has Paldean Tauros specifically has very good stat distributions. We've talked about it in detail on this podcast. Where if the special attack is as low as po- if the if the attack that you don't use is as low as possible, that means your other stats are the utilized stats. Yeah. Those are the good stats. Paldean Tauros has thirty five special attack. Yeah, when you have a Pokemon with thirty five <laughs> or lower special attack and still high stat distribution. Uh, that's a pretty good Pokemon. It makes use of its stats. Yeah. 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 It <laughs> and makes very, especially very now that like base 100 is fast mm-hmm. right now at the mm-hmm. current state of the game, base 100 is fast. And with all these teams that we mentioned, can we just look at these teams for a second and respect that somehow even Victory Road wasn't able to align that many Pokemon? Remember when the days yeah. where we just had in- lines of uh, Zacians and lines of Incineroar? Yeah. There's no symmetry here. The only thing they can do is Golden Go. Yeah, That's Golden the Go only and Muscarata. You can kind of see a line yeah. with those Pokemon. You can kind of draw a line there, but n- not really with anything else. Series 1 is a very diverse meta, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to also draw attention to, to the fact that Mirror Herb on Tauros, it can trigger other things. Uh, not just with Intimidate, but you're also going up against things like um weak armor armor rouge mm-hmm. you know the uh speed goes up and suddenly boom now you have uh speed to match and i and also if it, the whole science behind the mirror herb makes so much sense further beyond that like we talked about specifically with defiant mons but if you have a physical attacker like a guard chomp on the field that gets mm-hmm. intimidate intimidated what is your first reaction I'm going to swords dance. Exactly. Okay. Thanks for the swords dance. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> thank Goodbye you now. Exactly. So it, it's, it's very, it's like reverse psychology, but in the best way possible. It makes so much sense. Right. For sure. All right. So we also have the uh, actual usage stats for all of these Pokemon. Uh, every time a list of Pokemon comes out, the first, uh, idea for everybody is to just say okay how many how many of this pokemon was used in in the in the top 32 how many x out of the top 32 19 teams that's over half that's 59 percent. brought in a goldengo 
Yeah. Makes sense. That was it's, the that was it's the top pretty one. good, huh? Gold mm-hmm. Dango's pretty good. <laughs> and this is like barely with any idea of what the actual usage stats are at mm-hmm. this point, right? Uh Picoletics came out with it rather uh late into the game where you know people had already sent in their team sheets. This was just kind of what it was going to be. So we're expecting it to kind of reflect what the last week's usage stats were. Yeah. Um, and, and so if we look at like Amoongus. Uh, was number two in that uh, actually two and three are tied that's amungus and meowskarata the grass coming type in at 14 slot. yeah 14 <laughs> you ran one or the other <laughs> exactly one was uh the rage powder user and then one was the pokemon that can't be hit by rage powder <laughs> to make your opponent rage powder <laughs> that's right in real life yeah <laughs> what's interesting though is that uh, and this this makes sense is that amungus is usually brought in in high level play and is also usually brought in uh un, uncertain metas mm-hmm. and so when, like, to see a amoongus tied for second in the top 32 but to see it uh where is this down at number eight on the use on the actual usage stats on the january usage stats is really interesting to me i could just be a little bit of an amoongus factor the unpredictability of a open team shoot tournament yeah right it's like i think i said this last week on the podcast open team sheet tournaments favor pokemon who are so strong it doesn't matter what you what what your opponent knows totally you look at an amoongus you can tell tell me what the four moves are you know what they are right it's protect rage powder spore clear smog done yep <laughs> it's so i'm bringing amoongus to an open uh, an open team sheet tournament it's just kind of a no-brainer it's like okay i could have this pokemon on my team doesn't matter it's still gonna do great mm-hmm Coming in at number four was King Gambit at 37.5%. 12 teams out of the top 32 brought that King Pokemon Gambit. Pokemon is so strong, dude. King Gambit is the one Pokemon that I always have trouble with. Yeah. No matter what team I build, it's so... King Gambit is so good that Eviolite Bisharp still sucks. <laughs> like, that's how good King Gambit is. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, coming in at number, what is that, five now? That's got to be Tauros Aqua. So Tauros Water, Paldean Tauros. Uh 10 times out of the top 32. That's 31.25%. There, wow. there, there was twice as many water Tauroses as Dondozo in top 32. There was twice as many. Oh, yeah. Where is Dondozo? Dondozo's down at number, number five. five. Yeah. Dondozo. Everybody was ready for it. Yeah, you had to be. And thank mm-hmm. goodness it didn't win because then that's all we would see in Orlando. So I'm very happy <laughs> that maybe we'll see something different in Orlando. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Tide at brought in six times. That's 18.75%. That's Baxcalibur, Dragonite, and Hydreigon. All three dragon types in <laughs> the this dragon meta. slots. The dragons in this meta, yeah. All of them beat Garchomp. There's no whoa, where's Garchomp? Uh three. Number, wow, three Pokemon. Three, three teams in the top yeah. 32. The same amount of Garchomp was brought as Skeledurge. <laughs> wow. It was more Paw Palmot than Garchomp. <laughs> this is wild uh also brought in at six times usage that was uh mimic you and talon flame so we had five tied at uh six times brought in mm-hmm. uh it's pretty great tied at five is dondozo and sylveon 15.65 percent hold on where's tatsugiri tatsugiri is Three. oh you know why because they oh because split stre- it up. yeah because they have the stretchy you have the curly and you got the droopy yeah so five Tatsugiris were brought in to I was just match about to the say, five Dondozos. Yeah. I was just about to say, why are there Dondozos without Tatsugiri in top 32? 
We're not playing singles. <laughs> what yeah. is happening here? Um, all at number all at four was uh, Annihilate Armor Rouge Mousehold and Palafin. Love to see the Palafin representation and Palmot. Love to see the Palafin representation. I think that's uh, really fun in this meta. Um, it's th- so strong. It's yeah, a little gimmicky, it's really but it's really strong. Yeah. It's got it's got a gimmick to it, but man, like, I don't know. I think if you compare that to like a mirror herb Tauros, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. Like it it has an activatable um, mm. that if you activate it, you do really well. I do think that the more I play Palafin, the less I think flip turn is necessary. Mm. In fact, I would argue flip turn is not necessary. Just hard swap into a good swap. That's all you have to do. It's the safest play. Because then, like, you just get screwed over by a protect, and it's not worth it early on. Yeah. I mean, there's there's lots of different things you can do with it. I really, really wish that it uh, it got acrobatics. If it got acrobatics, you could cool. see some really fun uh, eject pack play with that. You just run a, a close combat. You hit a tailwind first turn, hit a super fast close combat. You lose your defense and special defense. Eject pack's like, nah, you're out of here you go back into another Pokemon. Then the next time you come in, you have a flying type move that does 110 base damage. Like Mike, Mike's out here. Theory crafting. I I've got it, man. You I can still technically do close combat eject packs. You could. Yeah. If you want you could to still do the route. first half. It's just, you, you, you then have a hero just, form Palafin without an item. And it's like, uh, well, what do I do now? That's true. Yeah. Oh, so I kind of get no benefit from it. Yeah. I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those were the usage. The rest of them are, are under three times usage. And honestly, I don't think that's really worth going into. But uh, it was interesting seeing the amount of rain coming into this tournament and how people just kind of were like, nah, let's let's not bring the not bring the sun. Let's not bring the sand. I don't even know if we have it. We have an Obama snow coming in once yeah. uh, and making it to the top eight. But I don't see a single. I don't see a single Tyranitar. That's interesting considering the fact that the Tyranitar Lycanroc team was taken the ladder by storm for a very yeah, long time. Yeah, that's true. Surprised none of it made it that far. I'm pretty sure it was brought to the tournament, but I guess I guess after playing against it on ladder, you know, for the three weeks or four weeks before the tournament, it, yeah. it didn't make it that far. People knew what the, to do. It's like, okay. So I guess it is fair to say the Pelipper has won the weather yeah. war this <laughs> this series yes next series uh guys it's all torkoal yeah. we're gonna take over <laughs> you're it's calling t- it right now it's there's happening too many protosynthesis mons that are just really strong it's like uh it's sun so that's the only option yeah i think we're gonna have a serious problem i i'm i'm, I'm here afraid of the future i think we're gonna have a serious problem with the meta when it when they allow restricteds in because I ah. think it's going to be very overbearing on uh, Coridon and Miridon. They will be on every se- every team. Either you're doing the uh, the Quark Drive or you're doing the Protosynthesis, but you will bring one of the two. Mm. And I played That's... against a couple of them on Casual Ladder. They're pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Turns out pretty strong. <laughs> it's... Uh... I, I think the 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 big counter to that will be the um the ruinous Pokemon. I think they will come in to save us against against the uh, restricted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, like you said earlier, you know, you reduce defense, you reduce attack on 
on a Pokemon, it still is a strong Pokemon. If a Pokemon mm. can one hit KO you um, earlier, now they can just do it twice. But it does <laughs> enable a lot of Pokemon that can almost one hit KO you to actually one hit KO you. So it, it allows some in. What terror type do you think Coridon and Miraidon want to have? I have no idea what their moveset is. I'm yet. looking at Coridon right now. Okay. Coridon definitely wants to be Fire Terra. You think so? Yeah. You yeah, know what? It's it, a very popular Terra type. That makes sense. Yeah. It gets Flare Blitz too as, yep. a, as a move. It sets the sun so it gets that boost. And also your four times weak to fairy just becomes a fairy resistance. Mm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think Fire is definitely the best for Coridon. Me, Coridon, no clue. No idea. My brain just says just go electric and that's it. Do damage with your with your electric terrain. I think I would agree with that, to be honest, mm-hmm. just because, you know, electric terrain, uh, you don't really see too many terrain Pokemon out there right now. Right now, there's just the Ndidi yeah. uh, setting up the setting up the psychic terrain. And what's a little sad about Miraidon is it outspeeds Ndidi. So yeah, <laughs> like, it's actually a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. You send out the Miraidon, it sends out the electric terrain, you send out the Ndidi and it, it replaces it. So which is why you should run Pinkurgeon. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think looking at my ride on just electric terror and, and do damage. That's all you need. I mean, if yeah. anything, being weak to only one type is never a problem. Right. So For sure. Just do double damage and be weak to less types. It's just always a good thing. Right. But we're getting super ahead of ourselves. That's not until series. Yeah. Where are we right now? <laughs> well, on the series topic, yeah. terror types. Okay. We have some terror type usage sets to talk about. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> let's get into that. Let me pull that up. So uh, there was a post by VGC Data, uh, VGC Data, if you're from the UK, I guess, um, where they posted the most commonly used terror types. We also uh, put this info together on our YouTube channel, uh, Pokesports, on our uh, Instagram, on our TikTok. You can go and check those out as well. It's just a different way of explaining exactly what VGC data put. Um, so they have the top, what is that? The top seven uh, terror types and uh, the top like 10, 20 Pokemon that are that are actually using them. We won't go over all of them, but that data does exist. And it mm-hmm. has turned out that the most common terror type is at 16% grass. And that makes a lot of sense because grass yeah. as a typing uh resists rage powder which mm. no other typing does and spore yeah and spore yeah that's yeah, a big so one grass has like this innate move resistance that not a lot of other moves do or not a mm. lot of other types do uh coming in at second is fire at 12 percent, and that is the same kind of thing with with grass where it resists like will-o-wisp but also it's just a good offensive and defensive type yeah it's good on the physical attackers that are originally weak to fairy like your hydragons like your annihilates it's even right. good on sylveon because it could deal with steel types as a fairy mm-hmm. seeing the offensive and defensive typing on that is is really interesting you don't see for fire any pokemon that are fire terrestrializing fire most commonly commonly using it just Torkoal. Just Torkoal, yes. That's the only guy. <laughs> not, not outside not of the, otherwise, the most yeah. used Pokemon, yeah. Um, and then Mioscarada uh, for Grass is the only one of the top uh, 18, I guess, that are on this list uh, that Terrastalize into. Yeah, yeah, its own offensive typing. 
that's just because Miascarat is so bad defensively. It doesn't make us. It doesn't make sense to go anywhere defensively. It's right. Like, exactly. It's like, oh, what's the point? And does changing my type really matter? <laughs> I just want to hit really hard, and I don't want to get redirected doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. But like a Pokemon like Armor Rouge, uh, terrestrializing into Grass makes so much sense because it creates oh, a fire so weakness stupid, that it absorbs. Yeah. yeah, it's so strong, dude. Mm-hmm. It's really strong. It, it, it's at the point where I. Th- I'm I'm at the point where I love Armor Rouge as a Pokemon. I think my best um, stream moments, my best performance on ladder is with Armor Rouge. Yeah. I run like a weak armor Armor Rouge, so I'm running a, a Psychic Terra yeah. with it. But I think if I'm ever going to, probably for Orlando, I'm probably going to have Armor Rouge on the team somehow, some way, just because mm-hmm. I'm so comfortable with the Pokemon. But I think the most consistent is definitely just going Grass, Terra, Flash, Fire. Right? <laughs> you can have that in an open team sheet. And it's not a surprise. It's like, okay, well, I guess I can't hit him. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> I hit him with a nice Pokemon. Wait, he's going to blast me with fire moves. <laughs> yeah. So overwhelmingly at 16%, that's grass as a terrestrial, uh, as a Terra type. But then tied at 12% is actually fire and water. Mm-hmm. Uh, water usually used by Amoongus, uh, Tatsugiri when it, when it actually does terrestrialize, if it's the last Pokemon standing. Um, but then also with King Gambit and Sylveon. Yeah, King uh, Gambit's a scary one. Yeah, neither of those two actually uh, use it the majority of the time. Sylveon usually uh, tears fire 61% of the time, and the King Gambit usually terrestrializes uh, dark almost mm. half the time. The Terra water on Amoongus is huge, though. Yes. Because Amoongus is used on hyper-offensive teams to ha- be a counter to Trick Room. Mm-hmm. The one thing that Amoongus can't outspeed in Trick Room is Torkoal. All right. So what this allows you to do is not care about Torkoal. <laughs> <laughs> and then put it to sleep. <laughs> right. Exactly. You can put a Torkoal to sleep and just have, have fun. Coming in at 10% is Steel. Uh, that's the fourth most used Terra type, mostly with Gold Dango. And Hydreigon. And Dondozo. That's Ugh. right. I haven't seen a ton of Steel Dondozos, but I know I know you have. This clear smog. It's my only way around it sometimes. And when mm. it's Steel, it's a problem. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Oh, it's nasty. Coming in at number five is Ghost, usually used by Murkrow, which makes a lot of sense. Mousehold uh, makes a lot of sense. That gets around things like Fake Out. I wanted Go- to... Look at the ghost and Didi though. I don't really understand ghost and Didi. Um, I don't either. Maybe just a shadow ball on the Didi. Population bomb could be also population bomb, but there's a there's an item called Rocky Helmet for that. Yeah. The 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 one the ghost type on the mouse hold is actually interesting because it counters other mouse hold. Because mm-hmm. all you have to do is follow me in Ghost Terra, and then they they don't do anything. That's right. And then you could still hold an item like Wide Lens because you don't want guys. Trust me. You don't want to play mouse hold without wide lens. It is the worst right. time. <laughs> I already miss at one hit with wide lens. And that's a, like a 99% chance of uh, a 1% chance of happening. Now imagine without wide lens. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. going to miss them all. You're missing everything. I miss it. Yeah, I miss enough uh, population bombs at 1% chance to miss. <laughs> I don't understand how that happens. And then there's uh, at at the final position, seventh there, seventh most used Terra is Terra Flying. Uh, No, we missed uh, Dark. I missed Dark. Um, Mostly used by King Gambit, mostly used by Murkrow. Um, Just remove the flying type. 
dark is a great one. That's just my opinion, though. You don't get hit by prankster moves and your sucker punches do a ton. So yeah. that I get. I think dark types just go dark for the most part. The only exception is like Among Us, which mm-hmm. is probably just for prankster. I will say that by going Terra Dark, Sucker Punch becomes probably the scariest move in the game. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Sucker Punch from a Supreme Overlord uh, King Gambit, who's Terra Dark, is just it's terrifying. Yeah, that's going to terrifying. (laughs) 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 I did it. And then we have Terra Flying, which and goes then on Terra Flying is Goldengo and uh, and Talonflame, and Tyranitar, and Tyranitar. Yeah. Things that want to float can give float. me the balloons. That's literally just for immunity. It's never for offense for the most part, too. Right. Oh well, the Talonflame maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but everything. So else, what else absolutely. does Talonflame do? Right. And then the last piece of news that we have today is that Series 2 has been announced. Series 2 is going to be an interesting time uh, for many, many reasons. Uh, One of the reasons being that uh, it is the first uh, series that we're going to have that includes Paradox Pokemon. So that's all of the the Flutter Mains and the Iron Valiants and the Iron Thises and the the Savage Thats. Uh, All of those Pokemon are going to be allowed. What will not be allowed are the uh, Charizard line still, the Cinderace line still, Meowth, Quagsire, the, the Cantonian Quagsire, or Jotonian Quagsire, um, all of the ruinous Pokemon that I keep saying is going to save the meta, and of course, Coridon and Miraidon. Interesting. Yeah, but not as interesting as the fact that it is now also, as of February 1st, the official uh, format of everything happening in February. That is terrifying. So Florida regionals will be a series two tournament. Now I will remind you that Florida regionals runs from mm, uh, February 4th to February 5th. So we're going to have all of three days (laughs) to have practiced it on cartridge. And knowing game freak February 1st is going to be a 24 hours of no ranked ladder like oh, the last was, time that was so, terrible that was so terrible. let's uh so let, probably just a two-day old tournament is what we're going to be playing yeah um i'm terrified i will say that thankfully the ranked ladder has opened up on showdown yes Show, showdown keeps impressing us mm-hmm. um <laughs> with uh, how fast they're able to get things up and i'm so happy that they were able to do that because you know they probably know a lot of people that are going to be in orlando that want to practice on something you know also, quick little segue. Mm-hmm. Can we just take a second to laugh at how much the game was struggling to get on stream in San Diego? Oh, no. <laughs> we didn't talk oh, about that yet. I feel so bad for them. Because, again, I work in broadcast. I work in, in production and event production. I know how difficult these things are to do. I feel bad for the cast. And they, they could not. And I cannot imagine any world where they were able to test this with the scale of which we, we showed up with, mm-hmm. right? There were how many people? 531. Something. 
531 people sitting in the San Diego regionals uh, area, all of them trying to play the game at the same time, signals flying back and forth, back and forth. People were bound to disconnect because this game is not the uh, most secure right now. They Mm. haven't completely figured that out. And I don't think it's any secret that they haven't done that yet, but to have it happen on stream I feel so bad for all of the production staff who are sitting there being like, what, what do we do? What do we cut to somebody? Do we uh, go back to the casters? Do we tell the casters to, to vamp for a little bit? And they did. Hey, Aaron Necra, keep talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the people in the back just with their headsets and their microphone being like, just you got to keep going with it. Uh, just talk about Pokemon for the longest time. And honestly, they did a great it, job. They I are the, so they are the best people to have done job. that. Yeah. yeah, they're the best people to have done that because those people I could listen to them talk about Pokemon for days and days mm. and not get bored. So thankfully, they had the right people sitting there in that moment to go in to go and speak about it. But um, yeah, now, it's very unfortunate. Now, I wasn't there, so I don't know exactly what happened. But what it seems like is that they were originally trying to connect to the um, the live competition screen, you know, right. where you get like the Pokemon and you get to see from like a neutral perspective and versus a player's perspective. They tried that twice. It didn't work. And by the third time, it looked like they just went to one player's perspective. Right. Cause we could see, um, Brendan Zhang choosing his moves. So, so built into the Pokemon platform is in the live competition section, a place where a judge can neutrally go in and see and see both sides. Like you say, um with with that not working at like the exact moment where they swapped over to Brendan Lee's perspective I, I remember Kevin being like yep they brought in the capture card yeah there they brought is. in the Elgato there it is yeah. <laughs> when in doubt bring it in it'll work yeah but I mean that is a good um reasoning for people to have backups um it, it's mm-hmm. something that's dealt with often in the industry like if this doesn't work what do we do instead um, mm-hmm. so this is, I don't know, like, I think they did it right. Um, and they, they handled it professionally at, and they handled it well. So it's at no, it's no way the production's fault that right. that happened. That was clearly just game issue. It was definitely just game issue, but, uh, hopefully they're going to learn from that. They're going to see what they can do next hopefully time. Hopefully this will, this will light a fire under Game Freak's butt to get, that would be get nice. stuff dumb. Yeah. It'd be like, you guys look kind of dumb. You know, <laughs> yeah, the, they just kind of sat there for, fix it. for a little while. Yeah. yeah. I do want to know, though, what was being seen from the judge's perspective? Like, what do they see when they're sitting back at the table? They're looking at their screens and I see them like tapping along to something. But I'm like, what are you what are we what are we doing there? Beats me. That's something I've always been kind of curious about. Stand um, behind them one day. <laughs> Go yeah. to regional, just stand behind a judge. You know, we know we know a few judges. We might want to yeah, yeah, reach out and see what see what see what happens there. Anyway, folks, uh, that's going to be the podcast for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Pokey Sports. Uh, we put a lot of effort into this podcast and this uh and this whole whole thing that we've got going here. So any kind of interaction that you could do would just be so, so helpful, whether that's going to Spotify and answering the question that we have or leaving a review on Apple podcasts like a or few kissing your phone, give kissing us a your kiss. phone. Just, yeah. just give it a little kiss. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just sharing it with a friend is 
always super, uh, super cool. Uh, I do want to read one review that was left on uh, Apple podcasts. We had a, we had a few uh, good ones recently. Uh, one of them being <laughs> calling us the ESPN of the Pokemon world, which is <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> Thank you. This is uh, you guys are the ESPN of the Pokemon podcasts. I listen to you to get my fix on all things competitive wise. I'm not a competitive, but I like to know what's going on in the competitive circuits. I love listening to you guys on Wednesday after I get my general Pokemon news fix from another podcast. <gasps> I didn't Ooh. actually censor myself there. That is just, they wrote another podcast. I turn to you guys to get my sports fix. Keep on rocking, and I play with one Pokemon on the field. <gasps> Kevin. How could you? Yeah. Buy your shirts. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> and then, and then uh, they, we get the polar opposite sometimes. Like, wow, I just started listening, so I hope it's good. Maybe it is or not. Please text me back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Or the person that said they have no idea what's happening, but they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I, I really like that one. There was, there was one from a person who was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't play Pokemon, but I listen to these guys." So like, okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Go and check out all of our stuff because we put out stuff everywhere all the time, every single minute of the day. So, uh, cool. Bye. See ya.